When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. We are back to close down the show with Joel Lorenzi. I know we said we'd talk a little NHL, which we uh, didn't end up getting to, That's but we'll fault. take that to Morning Dump. How is that my fault? Because you're not you're not making a big enough stink to the bosses about you want all the time in the world. Do they not know that you want a 24-hour show? Yes, this is, this is only me. Nobody can this get is, the bill like totally you. totally on me. You guys are practically like in cahoots. We are. I feel like we're more in cahoots, though. It's all right. I work on We're God. a team. That's all right. I work we're on Chris. He's aggressive. <laughs> I'll go get the aggressive guy. Well, we will add all of that conversation to Morning Dump. We'll also talk a little bit about that new bill that I wanted to get to, uh, speaking of bills. But right now, I want to get to Joel Lorenzi. He's on the phone. Uh, Joel, good morning. Good morning, guys. Joel, I'm just happy that you, you, you get to us every Tuesday morning because I feel like, you know, we make it tough on you. So I just want you to first. know we appreciate you. And you still have one of the greatest voices for radio. It's like, you know, you think so? Seriously? it's kind of smooth. Listen, I like different and it's 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 low. It's kind of grovelly. It looks like we just got it sounds like we just got you out of bed and we just roll, man. Like natural is good. I'm team all natural. Well, I appreciate that because I've, I've never heard anything like that. Awesome. I, honestly, I'll stick it to the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Mike Gum for your job now. Hey, yes, I'll just play. Listen, I'll share. We can share. I can't write for beans, but I we can, can share. read. <laughs> I can't read. Y'all got a third I'm, chair in there? I'm, I'm yeah, not, I'm hey, not it's set it. up for you right now. Yeah, listen, let me ask Come on you. In. I, I was messing with my partner in crime. We were at the game together, and uh, I kept messing with. I'm joking with him that Ryan Emhart has the best one hand finishes in the paint. I I need to do some statistical work. But their two-point field goal percentage has gone up markedly, right? I was talking about uh, Matt DeMarinas' tweets a couple, a couple days ago, talking about Kalk Brenner. Creighton's guards. When's the last time, do you remember, guards finishing around the 10 the way that Creighton's guards finish in the paint? Yeah, no. The, well, to your, to your first point, uh, I think Nimhard, when he was in his funk, the shots – you saw him hit the other day. They they weren't falling, so people were very critical of him. And now it's like I I thought it was impressive, especially I mean Xavier's not no overbearing defense, um, but still they got two bigs around the rim usually, and um, for him to penetrate the way he did and show off his burst often, um, I thought it was encouraging for him, uh, especially after the stretch he had for a few games, you know. A couple weeks ago, but um, in terms of their guards getting around, yeah, I, I, like you said, and you know, 
going back to the Marinas' tweet, because we were talking about this yesterday. Um, it's just the the Cogburner effect, man. <laughs> These dudes, it's it's so much unlocked when he's on the floor, um, and just even, you know, him just being out there. I think Sean Miller was very complimentary of him. Him just being out there, both on defense and offense, it it does so much for Creighton. And on offense, um, teams are just scared of it. Every twitch of his muscle. And it just gives dudes lanes. You know, Joel, as I reflected on that win, I listened to what Coach Mack had to say. And um, the quote I took away was, we're not the same team that we were in Maui, which, you know, makes me think that, wow, they must have taken a step up because, you know, they were great when they were in Maui. But, you know, then I started hearing different claims about identity and like, oh, they finally got back to it. But, you know, I told DB yesterday, I'm like, I think, I think they have the same identity. I don't think it's a new identity. I think they just have an enhanced version of what their identity was because of all of the adversity that they had had to fight through to get to the point they are in the season. But how would you attribute um, what is happening right now within the program in regards to identity? Would you say it's it's there, they, they got it back, it's the same as it once was, or it is this new enhanced identity? No, I agree with you. I think uh, they're better now because of what they went through. Um, and and I think Matt uh, went on to say that, you know, this team now is better than the team in Maui because of the same reason, because they've gone through, you know, back in Maui. Um, even though they had that rough game Thomas to open the season, didn't know yet that they weren't the best shooting team in the Big East. Like we we didn't know yet that they were games they could shoot themselves out of. Like we didn't know that was possible. And in Maui they they shot the skin off the ball. Um, for the most part. And um, so looking back then, as well as they played, I think the way they carried themselves, what they had faced to that point, they hadn't seen anything yet. So I think they really hung with their game moving streak and really saw that despite the preseason ranking, the thing wasn't going to be handed. And so I think after all, uh, they're a new team, and, you know, in recent weeks, they found ways to win games without the three having a necessary fall in it. Then against Xavier, it all came together on both. Joel, it's interesting. I, I, I watch Matt close. I'm a big body language guy, and, and it's my favorite part of how he interacts with his players. He sat Kaluma early before the TV timeout, and he sat him for a minute. <laughs> it wasn't just, hey, come see me. We'll see you after the break. And it seems like – I'm watching their vibe and their body language. He has full control of this team again in terms of what he wants and what he expects. And I watch guys nod their head in feedback and listen um, and make eye contact. Was that was that part of it, him? And by him, I mean Coach Mack learning to, to reset expectation with, with bona fide superstars. It's not just Kaluma. It's a talented team. But it seems like he's reestablished – that he's Coach Mack, and they're going to play a certain way? Um, maybe. I think uh, – I don't think he ever really had to reset 
expectations because I think while while the outside views expectations might have shifted and um, a lot of uh, viewers might have had to accept that on the way we view mm-hmm. at least during the middle of the year we had I think be patient with a lot of guys uh, I think Matt upheld the same expectations and so um, I think it was just a lot of returns along the way that's probably why I think uh, most of these guys were able to find their rhythm and are in their role and comfortable with each other. And, and you can see that, that um, especially with a guy like Kaluma, man. He's been since the new year. And uh, I think part of that was just, um, like I mentioned, all these dudes being um, and having a faith that they come around and then have you know, max reassurance all the way. It makes it back. Joel, we talked to Aaron Torres earlier on in the show when he mentioned Creighton and how they could be kind of a sneaky surprise team. You thought once, they'd be misseated. Yeah, misseated once the brackets officially came out. How do you think other teams are assessing Creighton right now in the Big East? And do you believe with the momentum they're carrying, I'm going to go back to now John Fanta from a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> a Big East title could be in their future? <laughs> yeah, um, I think obviously that's the popular opinion, right? That they're they're going to be uh, probably the scariest upset uh, that I could think of in recent memory if they do end up in a eight meter or high. Um, but at this rate, with games they're winning, if, if they keep winning like this, because it seems like they're hitting their stride right now, I don't know how long we'll be. Patient. I don't think they could stay. Uh, misseeded team forever, right? I think this season goes well for them. I think we're talking about a four or five, mm. uh, maybe at worst a six. Committee really just there um, enough and and really see that six game streak a blemish. But I don't think they stay projected at uh, eight or nine or forever. That that seems ridiculous at this point. Uh, something or nothing, uh, back-to-back games with all five scores and double figures, and I get the offensive efficiency. It was immaculate, but we already talked about St. John's nor Xavier defensive-minded ball clubs. But Xavier only turned the ball over nine times. Sule Boom, only one field goal. Fremantle was one of only two guys to shoot over 50% from the floor. Are we discounting Creighton defending? as part of this run. Hmm. What you mean discounting? Well, it doesn't seem like we're talking about them defensively enough. No, no, no. Uh, well, if you read my work. I, and I do. <laughs> no. I'm validating Joel Lorenzi is what I'm doing. Call him out. Uh, yeah, well, no. But I think, uh, I think it's been easier Maybe the point at, especially in that Xavier game, the defense job, because uh, I think the the consistent scoring across the board um, is is sustainable at this point now. Um, all those guys average double figures. I think it's been more efficient, and uh, you know it's seen easier in recent games because I think they just know how to play together now, and they know each other's spots. Whatnot, but um, the defensive end was 
so I mean, that's the only reason they, they spanked Xavier the way nobody has yet. Uh, if Sule Boom even gets offered 10 points, that's probably a different game. Mm. Uh, nobody has has defended him that way, so it's made for that. Joel, you're the best, man. Appreciate your time. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you guys. At JX Lorenzi on Twitter. He's the Creighton beat writer for the Omaha World Herald. That'll do it for today's show on Coffee and Cream, but stay tuned because tomorrow we have a lot more in store. We're headed over to your favorite podcast platform for Morning Dump now.